speak these words after me Father open my ears to your voice in the book of 1st Corinthians 14 verse 10 1st Corinthians chapter 14 verse 10 they are it may be so many kinds of languages in the world and none of them is without significance in NIV watch this out when the word language has been used I want you to see something here it says sorts of languages undoubtedly and each one is without meaning In the good news translation, the Bible says there are many different languages in the world, yet none of them is without meaning. In the New Living Translation, it says there are many different languages in the world. In John 10, 27, the Bible says, my sheep listen to my voice. I know them and they follow me. And in 1 Corinthians, it says they are different kinds of languages. That word languages is the similar word of voices. It says, each voice is not just there without a meaning. Meaning that every voice has a meaning. Now, the Bible says, my sheep know my voice. Are you here? Yes. There are how many languages? Many. How many voices? Many. Okay. And then John, Jesus said, my sheep they hear what? They hear my voice. So I may be here, you may be where you are standing, and there could be so many voices that you may be hearing. So many voices in your head, in your mind, in your heart, wherever they could be. But the Bible says, on all the voices you are hearing, each voice, there is a significance. There is an importance. There is something you can get out of that voice. As I'm talking right now with my voice, the Bible says in each voice, there is something important. You may be seated. Watch this. There are many voices, so many. But the Bible says there is one group of people. They only hear one voice. And this group of people is a sheep kind of people. Is a what? So where you are right now, if you sit like this and hear voices like, okay, for example, let me just give this example. Like, 
do this business. Another one says, don't do it. Another one says, no, do that other one. Another one says, do that. A good example. Another voice says, no, you know what? It's not this one, no. That one, that one. Okay? Now, the Bible says there are many voices. So what you are hearing there are many voices. But my sheep hear my voice. So if you are a sheep, you hear that, no, 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 no. Not that, not that, but God says this one. So what makes people to be in a circumstance where they hear so many voices to an extent whereby they are confused? They actually don't even know whether it is this thing they must do, whether they should apply for a job or resign, or maybe they should do or go there or be here or do that. They're so confused. And Jesus says, my sheep, hear my voice. He says, there are so many voices. And you must be very careful because each voice has the importance. There is a significance in the voice you're hearing. And you may be sitting there and you may actually be thinking you are thinking. And you may actually be talking to yourself like, I don't know my life. My life is confused. Um, I'm destroyed. You see, you may be sitting in a bed, having so many things coming in your mind and deceiving yourself that you are thinking. The Bible says you are not thinking. There are many voices. This voice is telling you, you are very sick, you're going to die. This voice is telling you, look now, people don't love you. This voice comes to you and tells you, look now, look at this, look at that. There are many voices coming to you. Which voice are you? Watch this. You may be actually thinking, it is you thinking. But there are actually so many voices. But the Bible says, my sheep, my sheep do what? I, I can't hear you. Say louder. Here's my voice. Now, I want the three of you just to stand up, come over here. I want to just give a good example. Hear this. This is how God made you. He made you to be, uh, when God made a man, he made him a spirit. Somebody say spirit. Did you hear that? God made him what? A spirit. So if you die, they don't say Joshua is in the mortuary. They said there remains because Joshua is gone. So what is gone? Who's gone? The spirit. Did you hear that? So God created a spirit. And the Bible says when he made the spirit, are you understanding? He said it was good. So God made a spirit. So when after God making the spirit, he now made the flesh, the body, what we're seeing of you, he made you. He made the body. When he finished, what happened now? There was a need between the body and the spirit to start coordinating. Did you hear that? So what happened? God didn't make this one. A soul, watch this, came in between. 
So what is a saw? A saw is a place of thinking, imagination. Are you understanding? Emotions, will. So, so the body is here and the spirit is there. And it's a soul. Did you hear that? So according to God, the spirit must communicate to the soul. And the soul must communicate to the body. That's how God made it. But the devil made it opposite. It is now the body telling the soul what to do. And the soul telling the spirit what to do. So when one is born again, it becomes a shift. Where it's no longer the body telling the soul and the soul telling the spirit. It is now Jesus. The Holy Spirit comes in the spirit. And tells the soul and the cells tells the body. Oh, did you hear that? So at first, the body would say, I want alcohol. I want to drink now. So this one says, uh-huh, thirst, thirst. I need it. I need to drink it. So this one will tell the spirit that we have to move. And then what happens? The man moves. He goes and drinks. Did you hear that? So who, who's telling who here? The body. So the body wants things. And, and, and the mind has to think. Because the mind is a place of yes and no. So, so, so the soul has the power to say yes or no. But because this man is not saved, the soul will command the spirit and the spirit will say, let's do it. But when you are born again, it changes. God communicates from here. The spirit. The devil communicates from where? From the flesh. And God communicates from? So why do people not hear God? Why people can't hear God is because they're operating from here, from the flesh, where you and your mind are moving together. So another person will say something bad about you, and your mind will begin to say, you see? You see, you see that? So the body will be like, eh. you, see, you see what he's saying? And before you know it, this man is heartbroken. How can they say like this about me? Who are they? You're operating from here. Are you understanding? So most people are struggling to hear God because they're operating from the flesh and the soul. Because this is where a lot of voices will be coming. A lot of voices will be coming. And some, no any voice of the devil can come here. Only here, it is the spirit of God that can communicate here. So it's either you choose to operate from there or you operate from here. In this place, there are no emotions. The emotions that happen here is when you are filled with the Holy Spirit always. Not sometimes, but always. So what happens when you are filled with the Holy Spirit, this Spirit comes and captures the soul and drags the soul next to Him. To the extent that when the Spirit is filled, the emotions here, what happens? It is now Him filled with the Holy Spirit. The emotions will be like, you need to pray. 
the imagination here will be like forgive the imagination here will be like right now you need to worship right now you need to give right now you need to bow before the presence of the Lord right now so the imagination has been captured by the spirit and the soul now what happens is this so when 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 this week you are so much in the spirit it means that your soul is captured by your spirit another next week your body captures the soul another day your spirit captures the soul another day your body captures the soul in the evening your spirit captures the Bible says you hear so many voices it says you are hearing so many voices but my sheep stick to one they stay here You see, right now, right now, can you imagine, can you imagine, how can this person have a desire like, you know what, right, you were in church, you're thinking now, I should just go out and smoke a little bit. Where are you between there and here? Where are you between, if, if you want to, to smoke, you are feeling like I have to smoke right now. Where are you between there and here? Answer my question. You actually in both. Because your spirit says, come to church. You came. Now your mind is saying what? How, how, how can you? How, how, how dare you? How can you have this, this feeling like, I just have to do this? Where you are? Now you are expecting the hand of God to move upon you. Now, watch this. So the day you were praying, your soul was here in the spirit. Now imagine, you prayed for a miracle to happen, deliverance to happen, and God heard you. And the angels are coming with a huge breakthrough the following day. And they find you now. You have already moved. You are here. And now, angels just came with your house. They stand here. They're like, ah, where are you? Do you know what happened when God came down in the Garden of Eden? He said, Adam, where are, you? where are you? Because the man had moved from the spirit to the flesh. And when God came to the spirit, he didn't find him there. Can you imagine God was asking Adam, where are you? Adam was standing there. He said, I'm here. He said, I know you are here, but where are you? So God has come in the spirit. But he found that the man was in the flesh. Tell the neighbor next to you, which location are you? Why is your flesh controlling you? It doesn't mean that you're, uh, uh, stand over here. It doesn't mean that your flesh won't be fighting. No. Your flesh will still be saying, come over here. And your spirit will be saying, come over here. The Bible said that the spirit and the what? The flesh fight against each other. But the decision maker is your soul. That's why we say, my soul say yes. My soul say yes, say yes, say yes. My 
So who says yes? Your soul. So the whole reason why you have the battle with the flesh, it is the battle of your soul. You know, people think being born again is when they say with their mouth. They say, I said with my mouth to be Jesus Christ is my Lord and my Savior. The Bible says even demons do that. And they tremble. It is when your soul. Are you understanding? If there's something you must desire is to start hearing the voice of God. I really wonder how some of you are very okay. That you are very, like, you, you can't hear anything from God and you're okay. You are not okay, trust you me. How can you be a child of God and hear nothing? You're just doing guesswork. Like I, I think this is God speaking to me. How, how do you do that? Go in your room and close the door. And tell God, I'm not opening this door until you say something to me. Let's see if he wants to say something to you. There will be many voices in that room. But if you're a sheep, you're going to hear that voice of God. I want you to denounce your flesh. Say, I denounce my flesh. Say, in the name of Jesus. Say, louder. Say, I denounce my flesh. Say, I am of the Spirit. Are you here? Say again, I denounce my flesh. So what happens? The more your flesh is active. Did you hear that? The more your flesh is in control, that it takes hold of you. It does not only take control of you to sinful things. It also takes hold of you, even your senses. So your sense of hearing. That's why Jesus said they have got ears, flesh, to hear. But they cannot hear. Then he turned to his disciples and said, Blessed are your ears. For they hear what these ones do not hear. I want you to see something here, okay? Now, let's go ahead. Just watch this. In 1 Samuel chapter 3, in 1 Samuel chapter 3, and I want you to see the scripture, verse 15. Samuel stayed in the bed until morning. Then he got up and opened the doors of the tabernacle as usual. He was afraid to tell Eli what the Lord had said to him. Jump to verse 17. Verse 17 says what? What did the Lord say to you? Tell me everything. And may God strike you and even kill you if you hide anything from me. Are you, are you seeing how serious Eli understands the importance of the voice of God to a level where he even goes to his spiritual son and he said, if you hide what God spoke to you, may God kill you today. 
verse 18. The Bible says, So Samuel told Eli everything. We must admit here he was afraid of dying. He didn't hold anything back. It is the Lord's will. Eli replied, let him do what he thinks best. Now check this following scripture. Look at that. As Samuel grew up, the Lord was with him and everything Samuel said proved to be reliable. Now check first Samuel chapter 16. Are you there? Verse 15. The Bible says what? And so servants said unto him, Behold now, an evil spirit from God troubles thee. Oh, look at that. Can you imagine? See this. This is a man of God by the name Saul. But what happened? An evil spirit was troubling him. You may be sitting there at the back or here or you may be watching me. Yet an evil spirit can be troubling you. If there is a person who gets highly tormented, is a person with God's spirit and with demons same time. Somebody say out. out. Your out is on loud and clear. So imagine, so we have the person here in the flesh, the person in the soul, and the person in the spirit. Now, I want you, I want, so now look at this. If the flesh is controlling the person, okay, I want you to hold his hand and hold his hand and go that direction. So the flesh holds him, hold that one as well, and move with them. Take them out. It is you who must, you and the one is in charge. So where are they going? Where the flesh is what? Stop. The spirit, take charge. Where are they going? Where the spirit is going. This is it. Sit down. I want to say this to you. I want to say this thing to you. You must start training your spirit to be in charge. Say, Jesus. Jesus. Say, that's my boss. Train your spirit to be in charge. The Lord wants to speak to you. If you think I'm joking, try tonight. He will appear in your room. And he'll whisper something in your ears.